funky. Welcome back, guys, to the whatever you want to call a podcast. So, y'all, let's get right into it. We was on today. We're gonna be talking about week five of the NFL season, and we also gonna be talking about the NBA finals and this finale. <laughs> and it was a blowout, but we're gonna talk about that a little later. Let's get right to the scores. We got the Bears twenty Bears beating the Buccaneers. 20 to 19. We got the Texans beating the Jags 30 to 14. We got the Ravens beating the Bengals 27 and 3. We got the Panthers beating the Falcons 23 to 16. We got the Raiders beating the Chiefs 40 to 40 to 32. We got the Cardinals beating the Jets 30 to 10. We got the Eagles beating the Steelers. The Eagles losing against the Steelers 38 to 29. We got the Rams Winning against the Washington football team, 30 to 10. We got the Dolphins winning against the 49ers, 43 to 17. We got the Cowboys winning against the Giants, 30, 37 to 34. We got the Colts losing against the Browns, 32 to 23. We got the Vikings winning against the Vikings losing against the Seahawks, 27 to 26. And we also got the, the Saints losing against the Chargers. It's not losing, actually. They're winning against the Chargers 30-27. to And then we got a late game today at 6 o'clock, the Bills versus the Titans. But I'll talk about that a little later. <laughs> that was a late game postponed because of the coronavirus uh, thing that's going on. But let's just talk about the scores to the right now and what we just saw right now. But the last one I just looked at, the Chargers and the Saints. I actually watched that game yesterday. Month entirely, and uh, it was actually a really good game for a minute with the 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 Chargers. And the Chargers are actually a really good team. I don't, I wouldn't doubt if they didn't make the playoffs. But the Chargers look like a young, good team. They got uh, Herbert. I don't know how to say his name. I don't want to say his. I don't want to butcher his name. But I, I'm just gonna say Herbert for now. But if you get it, if I get it wrong, I just get it wrong for now, and I'm, I'll check it later. But the the quarterback they got right now, man, is. It's it's amazing. He's a young quarterback. I saw him in Oregon. He's pretty good. Like he's really good quarterback. He it was he was in the game mainly the entire game until the overtime. But I don't know. I don't, for some reason I don't get why teams do that. Like I don't. It might be just okay. They felt like the defense was gonna hold up. But I never got why some teams. It, and it rarely happens where some teams like when they get the coin toss and win the coin toss, they they elect to kick it to the opponent instead of just getting it right away and just winning the game. I never got that reasoning. I get it somewhat because, well, now you get it because it's like, all right, well, something, if it, it just, and it's just a matter about the flow of the game. If you feel like your defense can get a stop, you're like, okay, look, I'll just let them kick it, and then I can get it ball ass. So just in case they miss the field goal or they don't get it, all the thing I need is a field goal. But for me, it's just I don't – I never got that. I never got getting the coin toss. I never got, like, okay, just – Give me a coin toss and let's just do it. I never got that. I never got why that people do that. I never will probably. But yeah, like that game was pretty good. Yeah, like yesterday, Drew Brees did some nice things. 
And he, he's he's working on what he needs to work on. And the Chargers, actually, they're one of them teams where they're winning close. They're losing close games, which means they have all the tools to win. They just need to have consistency. And the quarterback just needs to get a little bit better on his accuracy. He has a great deep ball and everything. It's it's just, for him, it's just closing games for them. It's just, that's all it is, really, for the Chargers is closing game. Can they close games fast, easier? And once they figure out how to close games, oh, that's when they're gonna be a, a problem. They're gonna be a problem, problem. So for me, yeah, that that's the reason why. Like that was actually a good game. And the Seahawks and the Vikings game was pretty good. The Seahawks went down to the last minute. Oh my God, that was a good game. And the Vikings played pretty good that entire game. I mean, they had a couple picks, and Russ Wilson had a pick in that game, but. Man, that was, that was still a good game, man. That was one of them games where it went down to the bottom. And this is what proves my reason of why I feel like the Seahawks, is, they, even though they're great, their defense is shaky, and that can cost them if they play against a good team. Uh, luckily, they didn't play a good team in the Vikings. The Vikings noticed the Vikings, but the Vikings secondary is not all to, or is not that great. They have two rookies at their corners. I mean, their defense or line is nice, but their defensive line is banged up a little bit. So with that combination of rookies and their banged up defense of line, they their defense is prone to give up a, a lot of touchdowns. And when you have a guy like DK Metcalf, that's your, that is your opponent. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna win pretty you no know, many uh, matches against the Seahawks. So yeah, that game was pretty good. The Browns Browns are actually rolling right now. I mean they're on a roll right now. I don't know what is going on. They must be drinking. Some them that you they that people drunk at uh with that bug bunny them drunk in Space Jam or something because they balling yeah they like they're balling right now so yeah uh, that game the Cowboys game and now that game we're all serious though we gonna uh shout out to uh prayers up to Dak man hopefully man he get better man that's a gruesome injury. Now, you never want – I'm not the biggest Cowboy fan. Now, you know, I make jokes every so often about how about them Cowboys. Like, this game, man, this – prayers up to Dak, man. Hope you get better, bro, because we really need you miss you. And then I really want to speak about this, this situation that's going on with the Cowboys and this signing. And, ugh, man, I hate – I hate something. This is the reason why sometimes – I sometimes disagree with these NFL owners because this that simple reason because that guy busted, but he first of all he should have got signed and should have got a, a a max deal easily because wh- who are you looking at? Like for me, that's the reason why I'm confused at Jerry Jones, and I, I'm not a person where I'm not wishing death on. I mean, I didn't say wishing death, but I'm not a person that I'm wishing. Something bad happened, but I'm just, I feel like once Jerry Jones leaves or he doesn't have ownership, the team will be way better. It's the Jerry Jones curse right now. That's, that's what it's, I don't think it's the Cowboys. I think it's just a Jerry Jones curse that he just, him being there is just not good for the team because they have, like, if you really look at the team up and down, they look like a playoff team from their wide receivers to their offensive line to their quarterback to their running back. To their wide receiver, to even to their defense and some of their corners, they have a championship or playoff type roster, and you see them every year, barely making the playoffs or making a wild card every year. And it's like with that kind of line. And at first, I'm thinking, like, okay, 
it's just Dak or it's just Jason Garrett. No, it's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, the reason why you still stuck in mediocrity is still the reason why y'all are a 500 team. The reason why y'all still always going to be scratching to get to the playoffs every year is because of Jerry Jones. I don't care what nobody can say to Cowboys fans. Y'all can speak on it or whatever. But uh, for me, that's the reason why y'all losing. It's not because of Dak. It's not because it's deep. It's overweight. It's not because the offense line isn't terrible. It's not because they don't got enough receivers. It's not because they defense. No, it's because of Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, you're the reason why your team suck. Like, <laughs> you just say it like that. You're the reason why you haven't made the playoffs since the 80s. You haven't went to the Super Bowl. You let alone winning the playoff, uh, winning a playoff game, actually even going to the Super Bowl. You haven't went to the Super Bowl since the 80s. And you wouldn't have thought by now they would have wised up and and saw, okay, yeah, this is not working. And just say, okay, Dad, go on, go on home, go with your grandkids, let them sit there or whatever, and, and have candy and sit there and talk about the old good old days in the 80s when you had Emmett Smith and Troy Aikman. I mean, you could have did that, but no, instead you want to own the team and be that person. And I, I, I give a prime example, Jeannie Buss for the Lakers. How she took over that team and now look at them now. They're a championship team. How they brung, she brung in Polinka, uh, and these guys and then brung in, once she brung in Polinka and signed Frank Vogel and got LeBron to come to, well, yes, she did. I don't think she got LeBron to come to the team. I was more LeBron than Gina Bus, Jeannie Bus, but even having LeBron even think about wanting to come to that team and then, not only bringing LeBron to that, uh, LeBron coming to the team, but si- trading for AD and getting AD and signing him, and then getting people like under uh, Frank Vogel as an assistant coach, like Jason Kidd and all these guys, like that was Bill's championship, and that's the 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 tipping factor of why some of these championship teams or why some of these NFL teams and NBA teams are so much in mediocrity and they're always a 500 team or just breaking up playoff team. Like that's the reason why it's because of these owners. It's not, I don't think of it the GMs. Sometimes it can be the coaches because we have a lot of coach firings. Well, not a lot, but we have some in the NFL with, uh, I forgot the guy's name in tech, the Texans head, former head coach, uh, Brian, I forgot his name, but you are in the all know Texas fans. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And then you got, uh, Dan Quinn for the Lion Falcons, which I, Ben said they should have fired him. That that was it wasn't working. You could see in you could see in the start of the season it wasn't working. Him and the GM they fired. And then also I don't know why they're not waiting on it. Like Adam Gates, you gonna fire him anytime soon? I'm I'm waiting on them to fire the Jets to fire Adam Gates because it seems like he's always gets to stay a season and then it's like. They suck, and it's like they're not going anywhere. They're not probably not gonna, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. So why are you waiting until the end of the season? I don't know if they just they're contemplating it right now or whatever. But I don't know why are you waiting until the end of the season to fire Adam Gates. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Some of these, like I said, this is why some of these teams are so terrible because they don't they dare when he, when something's not working. I get well, sometimes when. The players and sometimes coaches don't get chances. Like I get that because I haven't gotten no chance or whatever in life. I mean, I mean in life, but just overall, in some places I go or what jobs I try to get, 
I don't get no chance. I get that because I get like if you injuries and if injuries happen, like which I that's all dandy and all. But for me, it's like he's been in two different a uh, type of systems and still was terrible. Like he was with Miami and Miami did horrible with him, like horrible with him. And then now the the Dolphins are like two and three. They may have two and three, but they're winning, and they're winning by double-digit points at times. So it's like, to me, it's like when certain people leave, you see the difference of between cultures. And it's he has a losing culture right now. It's for right now he has a losing culture. Like his when he comes in, it doesn't. You really doesn't. You really don't see. Okay, we're gonna win this year, or you don't feel happy because it's like Adam Gates. Where he's, last time he's been, he's been with the Dolphins, and the Dolphins did horrible. So it's just like for me. It, it, it doesn't make it don't make it doesn't make sense why you keep these guys on for four and five more games and then you finally realize oh okay yeah we need to fire them after you didn't ruin their season already it's like well dang can you at least salvage the season and let them win at least one or two games before you fire them I mean before not even before you fire them. but like can you let like just cut them out or can you fire them these guys before so they can at least get two or three of these wins out of them because I feel like sometimes. It just it shows, like I said, it shows how much these teams care about their players, and it's so they don't really care about their players because just the way they even like interact with the interact. Like some of these coaches and players, there is great. You got they have great relationships. Like Pete Carroll is one of the people where you you feel like okay, he has a great relationship with his players. Adam Gates seems like he's one of them guys where it's just like all right, well, I'm just here. So I mean, I'm just here. Uh, I just want to make my. I mean, I, he's want to like salvage his his career, his career more than the season, and and that was, that's what pisses me off. But yeah, the Cowboys situation. Like I like back again talking about the Cowboys situation with Dak. He should have been not signed. I don't know what they were waiting for. I don't know what quarterback they was looking at because it, apparently there's no good quarterback out there right now. Other than and I'm gonna say it again. I said on my Facebook. I'm going to say it again. The best place or the best person to sign right now is Colin Kaepernick. I don't care what nobody says. I say, oh, well, we can't play and he needs time. So what? You gave a lot of all these other t- uh, coaches and you gave a guy in San Francisco that was sitting at home uh, as a high school coach. You gave him a chance to come and play for the 49ers. So you can give Colin Kaepernick a chance to play football. So I don't it, – it, that, that's, that's mind-boggling to me that – you see that, and you you see, you see that on a regular basis. When you see uh, players like this that can play, actually can run, and like Des Bryant, he's he's able to play and everything. But instead, you get these other wide receivers that are not doing it, and that's not producing. And you see, okay, well, this is not producing. And you try to give them chance at a chance at a chance, and eventually, it's like you got to put it in reality. If a player is not that good, he's not that good. I'm sorry, it's, it's sad to say, but. If a player's not that good, they're not that good. And that was, that's what pisses me off about like, the Cowboys because they have great players. And it, it doesn't make sense to sign a running back, sign your wide receivers, sign most of your offensive line, sign your defense, but don't sign your quarterback, the leader of the team, the one that throws in the passes to, to, to Zeke or passes off to Zeke or passes to Amari Cooper. And it's for me, it's like, what, can, what else do you have to see to say, okay, yeah, He's the quarterback for us. Like he's been to the playoffs. He might not won, but he's been to the playoffs 
He's been a division winner, and your you guys been division winners uh, by default at times, but you've been division winners like two years running in like the past two two I mean past four years. So it's just like for me, I don't get it. I'm it's just me. I'm not and I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but I get Dax reasoning, and it's like now even even more now now that you gave him this one year deal. This franchise tag, that's what that's the reason, main reason why I hate franchise tag tags. Because not only does it it not security, but it doesn't it doesn't really show you nothing. And now it's like with now with his injury, he's gonna be out four to six months, most likely the whole six months. So now even if he gets back on the Cowboys, which I don't think he will, he's gonna be probably on another team next year, which and I really feel like the Cowboys are going to struggle after Dak leaves, and it's gonna be the back to the the Jerry Jones curse once again, and I and I don't know if they're gonna they think about drafting a quarterback or they trading for a quarterback. I haven't seen any news yet about that, but I'm expecting somebody to get they train up to get a quarterback, or I'm expecting them to try to find a quarterback this offseason. because apparently you don't want Dak, even though Dak has done more than most of your quarterbacks in the past years. I mean, with the exception of Tony Romo. Be you. What quarterback have you had that's been success more successful than Dak Prescott? No one. And then you got at your backup Andy Dalton, who's been a loser in Cincinnati. And I'm not saying also he's been he's been to the playoffs a couple times or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, apparently he didn't do enough because he's on the Cowboys now instead of Cincinnati Bengals. He's been a loser for most of his career. He's been a two time Pro Bowler. All that he's been to the playoffs, yeah, that's great and all. But have you? And he's, but even though he's been to the playoffs, he's zero and four in the playoffs, which means he's not, he's not winning. Um, so for me, it's just, and I might seem like it's harsh, and I'm harsh on these quarterbacks. I'm harsh on, but, but for me, at the end of the day, it's like when I see other people that you can give a chance to, and you give these scrub type kind of quarterbacks a chance, and I got you got my man Kyle Kaepernick out there that's healthy. Ready to play, that's ready to be on a team, and you say, "Oh well, oh, okay, we're just gonna let him by the wayside, or we're not even gonna sign him. We're gonna think about it." No, sign the guy. He's ready to play, or whatever. Sign the guy. And it, first of all, this would be a better situation for you since you guys said before that we're gonna listen to what Colin Kaepernick's saying and all this and da 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 whatever. You all this, you said you're gonna listen. You're gonna listen to what you're saying and listen to what. Kyle Kaepernick is saying, okay, well, if the better, the best bet to do right now is to sign Colin Kaepernick no matter what. And then for me, it fits the system. He fits the system perfectly. Even if you just not, you're saying, okay, we're going to just be, he's going to be just a passive quarterback. He fits the system still. So for me, it's, it doesn't make sense to, for me to, you let, and then, and Dallas probably going to win you a couple games. He's not going to win you a lot of games. And the defense is already suspect. And demons always gives up, already gives up the most points in the NFL. So, I mean, I see them winning seven games, nine at the most. They're not going to go over double digits. If they go over double digits, I'll be surprised. But they're not going to go over double digits. Their division is terrible. I mean, this is the worst division like of all time. It, it's got to be because the Washington Redskins, not the Washington Redskins. I almost I keep on saying that <laughs> the Washington Football Team right now. They're terrible. The Eagles, I don't know what they're doing right now. They're inconsistent. Ever since they lost Nick Foles, they're being inconsistent. So 
It, it, their their division is terrible, like terrible. It's the worst. And then on the simple fact of that is, they get a they get a home game. They get a home game if they win the division, and they're gonna be like winning like seven games in. They got a home game. They're gonna get a home game in the playoffs, and they're gonna be like seven wins, which is weird on its own. Yeah, they're I don't know the Cowboys. Shout out to y'all and whatever, but. Uh, prayers up to uh, Dak, man. I hope you get better, bro. And then we got the Bears and the Buccaneers. But the Buccaneers, that was actually that was a good game. And Tom Brady again. I mean, this I don't want to say it's father time getting up to him, but that that uh, uh defense is starting to look a little suspect now. I mean, it seems like Nick Foles every time he sees uh, Tom Brady, he just seems like he get in game mode or he gets the Nick Foles mode. And just start balling. It just seemed like when it comes down to it or the chips come to him winning the game, it just seems like Nick Foles is like, all right, well, let me just win this game real quick. And he won it again against the Buccaneers. And Tom Brady, them looking a little suspect now. I ain't, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say they're falling off the cliff or I'm not going to say Tom Brady falling off the cliff because we learned that lesson with Aaron Rodgers. But, man, it's close. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm not saying, but I'm saying, bro. I mean, it's whatever. But y'all, y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. But that's whatever. And you got the Baltimore Ravens winning against the Bengals. Oh, that's figured. The Ravens are better than the Bengals. I mean, that's not. We're not gonna go to what what going more than to that. The Ravens beat the, the Bengals. That's that's what all we need to know. Uh the Falcons lost, and they actually after this game they fired. This is when they fired Dan Quinn and. Uh, what's the name of the GM? I don't remember his GM name, but they fired the GM and Dan Quinn. So, thank God they finally fired him. Hopefully, they get better after this. But I mean, that was a that was a pretty good game, though. Even though they lost, and then you got the Chiefs losing against the Ravens. Now, the Chiefs, man, they've been almost almost damn near unstoppable right now, and they got beat by the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs got beat by the. The Raiders, man, the, I think the Patriots, they found something. They found their weakness. I mean, it, it seemed like it, though. So, I mean, it looked like the Chiefs are not so unbeatable like everybody thought they was. Or Patrick Holmes, I mean, he could. He's not going to be the MVP this year. It's probably gonna be between Russ and uh, Aaron Rodgers. So, I don't know if they, yeah, but they're not going to win this year. But I don't think he really cares. But, yeah, because, I mean, he won last year. I mean, not last year, the year before. But yeah, man, it's it's man, it's going down to the get down mark right now, though. Man, Chiefs, they're in. I'm gonna say they're in trouble, but man, it's close to it, man. The, the team figuring it out they're not so unbeatable because at first you you would have thought it, they would have to a football and basketball a little different. If basketball, if you have a good team, usually, especially when you have a team like the, like the Miami Heat or like the Golden State Warriors, with they definitely line up when they had KD and them. It usually takes like three years to finally like, kind of like get them like finally finally for before they come back to reality. For football, it's like a little different. Football it take it don't take long because defenses develop every year. Everybody gets better every year, so it, it usually takes about it just doesn't take long for somebody to beat somebody. So for me, yeah, that's that's that was actually a good game too. But man. <laughs> It came down to the very last minute, and then the Chiefs just, I don't know what happened. The Patrick Mahomes, at first, I'm thinking like it was a glitch or 
I'm just thinking, like, okay, eventually Patrick Mahomes going to take over and he going to ball out. He didn't. And the defense played really well this game. And then you got the Steelers are still undefeated, which is crazy because Ben Roethlisberger is nice. He's the nice player. I actually thought they weren't going to make the playoffs. I thought he was, he was going to be slumping a little bit, but he fooled me. So, uh, shout out to the Steelers, man. They still undefeated. The Rams, after the Rams beat the Washington football team, that's nice. And then, like I said, the Dolphins beat the 49ers. The 49ers are struggling right now. Jimmy Garoppolo played for a couple minutes, and then he got picked off. And they were struggling. And now, I mean, 49ers in trouble right now. And they got a lot of injuries, too. You got to realize, too. They got a lot of injuries on defense. So, I mean, that's just a test of their defense. Their defense is not the same as it usually be. That's just to the, the test of their defense, man. That's just. Big ups to their defense, man. Just for actually playing Patrick Mahomes right and playing Patrick Mahomes ready and actually containing them for a moment in a game. But he still balled out a little bit, but he didn't do what he could do in his game. And speaking of defense, man, y'all saw that Lakers and Heat game. Oh, my God. When I mean, and I don't think it was defense, really. I was just thinking, I just think Jimmy ran out of gas. It was just like he only can go so much, and it was like, and he was playing 40-plus minutes a game, which you, I think he's supposed to. But him not having that second player, and that's what we were talking about last time, is that, and what people have been talking about is Jimmy and, them, and Jimmy and Heat, they're one player away from winning that championship because Jimmy can't do, Jimmy couldn't do it by himself. And Gordon Drive is nice. Bam is nice. But we all know Jimmy is the head of that snake. If he goes, they go. If he doesn't, they don't. And you saw last night, he didn't go, so they didn't know. They didn't go. They couldn't. It just And you could already see from the start of the game how LeBron James played in the beginning of the game. He was like, oh, yeah, they, they are no. They're not they, they in this game. It, his mentality was just different this game. It just seemed like, oh, yeah, yep, yep, we ain't going. And it was just like, bruh, you just, by halftime, it was over. We all knew that. Everybody knew that from the Heat fans to the, to the Lakers fans knew halftime. When you saw the halftime score, you was like, "Yeah, this is over." Then the halftime, you saw that first quarter score. You was like, "Yep, this is about over. This is about Dunsky because it was just it, it was it was over by then. It was it was a massacre by then. It was just a bloodbath. I and mean, then LeBron James on top of that, you just have to make a three. You just have to start making threes. And then once. This is how you know your game is uh, starting to be. This is how you know it was over. When Rajon Rondo started hitting threes, he's not a three-point specialist at all. But he started to look like one in the game. And, but, two, you got to test to. And he was actually shooting, actually, crazy thing is, he was actually shooting pretty a good percentage. He was shooting over 40% from three in this game, I mean, in the whole playoffs. So, I mean, he wasn't pretty good from, from the three-point line. So, you can't doubt it. But at the same time, though, it was just like, when Rajon Rondo started hitting threes, that's when you know, yeah, okay, let's pack our bags and go. Because when he starts shooting threes, he's like, yeah, this is about done. This is about done. We're about killed right now. We burnt. <laughs> like, it just, it was, it is what it was. And, and big ups to LeBron James and the Lakers from winning the championship. And we had, it was this argument. It wasn't even an argument, really. It was just this, this debate now. It's like, okay, is LeBron the GOAT now or, I, for me, it's still hard because I feel like they're a goat in their era. 
Yeah, I don't. I want to never call nobody a goat because this argument is it will forever be an argument because who would say who's better, who air was tougher, it, it, and it's and for me, I feel like LeBron's air was a little tough because he not only had to deal, he had to deal with Golden State Warriors, the Spurs dynasty, the Golden State Warriors dynasty, and we all know how bad that Golden State Warriors lineup and that dynasty was. We all know how bad. The Spurs dynasty was, and, and for me, it's like it's just like you were the goat in your era. I'll just say that. I, I, I'm not gonna call nobody a goat because it's, it's never you can never compare the two because first of all, these different positions, so you will never think like, okay, he's gonna guard this one because most likely if they end up facing each other, Scottie Pippen will most likely guard LeBron more than LeBron will guard Scottie Pippen. I mean, more than LeBron will guard LeBron. LeBron will probably guard Jordan most likely. Just because he wants to guard him, but Jordan probably would like switch with Scotty the whole time. Which I mean, would it be a good matchup either way? But just a simple fact, or they you wouldn't even put Scotty on him. You probably you'll probably put Dennis on him. Dennis probably play good defense on him. But even it just like I said, it's just a matter about error. It's just a matter about what error you're talking about because it is it will forever be a argument of who's the goat. Because you know, I feel like I think LeBron's the goat in my era, just on the simple fact. I'm, and like I said before, my last, my other podcast, he's the goat for one reason for me. It's because of what he's done outside of basketball. It's not what he's done inside of basketball. Because I feel like for me, LeBron has done more for our community than Jordan has, and we can attest to that. I, mean, I can anybody can ask me that. You, you any era probably can say that. LeBron has done more for our, our community, my community, which is the black community, the African-American community, more than Jordan has. Jordan is just now starting to do stuff. He did a lot of this stuff back then, but now just building a school and doing this and doing stuff with the voting and stuff. He's been do doing more for our community than any other community, than any other basketball player, I think. All right, for me, it might be somebody else, and you might say, oh, well, this person does a lot for his community too. I mean, you can you can get me, <laughs> and I'll, I'll 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 think about it. But you can hit at me, and and you'll 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 I'll talk to you about it. But um, yeah, for me, y'all, it's just the reason why. Like I said, that it's just goat conversation. It's always gonna be an argument. It's always gonna be somebody that doesn't agree with you. So it just never fails. Like it's never gonna be an argument or it's never gonna be a goat talk where you like, okay, well, I think this person is better and it's good and it's gonna be a good conversation. No, it's gonna be a lot of yelling, a lot of people saying, Oh, I think this person better. I think this person better. It's not gonna be a good conversation. Y'all, but before I leave, bro, y'all I know y'all been watching my podcast well not watching, but y'all been listening to my podcast for the next last like seven episodes seven or eight episodes. And if you like this podcast, you can go to the whatever you want to call a podcast and you can start listening to whatever you want to call a podcast on a couple of uh, websites, not websites, but a couple of outlets you can listen it on. You can listen on Apple Podcasts or if you don't have Apple Podcasts, you can listen to on Spotify. If you want Spotify, you can go to and you can listen to it on Stitcher. If you don't have them three, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I don't know what are you doing and what are you listening to. You might be listening to music or whatever. You might be just vibing out. But just listen to the whatever you want to call a podcast. See y'all next episode when I'm going to be talking about week six.
well, not next episode, yeah, next episode, which is Saturday, where I'm going to be talking about week six. I'm going to be previewing week six and the teams and who y'all think going to win. And also, I'm going to be talking about a little bit more of this other stuff in sports. Peace. See y'all.